Welcome back to the DMC podcast, episode 44 of our, of our year-long journey. Hopefully, we'll be longer than that. But so far, that's what we've set out to do. And uh, man, I am absolutely loving every single week, Manny. 100% man and it just shows that we're, we're, we're good at sticking up to our goals we've got, we've got eight more weeks according to where we wanted to go and we'll see where it takes us but man I, I know it looks a bit weird how <laughs> in the document what I've written down because I made like a frozen reference for today's episode that's kind of how we got into the episode and kind of how I started but I'll let you take it away with the topic for today's yeah episode. well you know this week we are talking about forgiveness and letting go and this was Manny's idea. And I asked him initially, oh, Manny, um, how come you thought of this? Was anything happening during the week that may have, uh, may have kick-started your thinking for this topic? And he talked about a Frozen reference. So without further ado, I'd like to let Manny take, take the reins on this one and introduce where he got the idea from. Yeah, no, like, um, I, I feel, I can't remember what it was, but I don't know. I went into Disney for some reason and I saw Frozen. And then I was like, and then I remember the song Letting Go. I mean, I, I looked at Forgiveness. I remember, like, Letting Go is obviously a thing, but I remember the song. Then I looked at Frozen, and I know uh, quite a lot of Disney films actually have hidden meanings and hidden, like, stories behind them. And then I looked at Frozen, because that's where the song's from, and it was... And I, I've watched the movie, obviously. Um, I, if you haven't, I'm sorry. Like, you kind of missed out on something that's really good. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll talk about my favourite Disney movie in a second, but... Uh, Elsa, like, she receives these abilities, who's, like, the main character, that she believes she's cursed uh, that because she can't control it. And it's, like, that's how she views her powers because whenever she touches something, it turns into ice. And uh, that's why she, like, despises her own powers because she ma- it makes her feel lonely and makes her family life so difficult. And that's why she's, like, in her own, like, snow kingdom. And I won't make any spo- do any spoilers, but... It's it's that kind of idea where in this in the movie, she dis- she resents certain things so much, and she res- resents the fact that she can't be with someone or like have like a, a good life. And when she lets go of all those ideas and concepts because of what she has and looks at it as a gift rather than a, a like a curse, I feel like that's kind of when she alleviates all that pressure from her to, uh, like. With like fulfill a certain identity or expectation that she has on herself and as a result I feel like she was able to the movie's kind of about her forgiving herself and in a way it does work out for her and that's kind of how I got to it I might have butchered the storyline because I haven't watched it in ages so I might be completely wrong about her forgiving herself and obviously I'm not saying her forgiving herself was the main reason why she got rid of her abilities but I just think and even if she did, I don't know if she does. I'm oh, sorry, man. I kind of forgot. Oh, the, mate, you oh. butchered the storyline of Frozen, bro. I forgot it, man. <laughs> but I just think it's an important thing to take reference from because you can learn a lot from Disney, man. You look at somebody who's like Peter Pan. It's like the whole idea of like not growing up as a kid, but you understand that there's limitations with not growing up and there's certain things you have to accept. That's why it's called Neverland. But like, that's what I mean. Stuff like this pops up in Disney movies and I felt like this was a good place to start even though i might have just completely destroyed <laughs> the frozen franchise in two seconds uh, but yeah that's kind of where i got the idea from bro well the thing is that that's really good though because you as a 21 year old guy first of all talking about a fro talk about the film frozen who's you know target audience is not us it's young girls generally or young boys and girls they're going to be listening to that song and they're going to be singing out that song. It's now, I think it's got over a billion views on YouTube or something like that. 
but yeah it may get annoying if your kids if you're a parent and your kids are warbling it out but if you listen to it it's actually got quite a a poignant reasoning behind it as Manu was saying about letting go and accepting it for what it is and accepting yourself for who you are young people kids young girls and boys are going to be listening to that and they're gonna hopefully maybe they won't because they're kids but they're smarter than you think and they're probably going to take some of those life lessons and think about that and take it with them obviously you know Manny doesn't sound like he's seen Frozen 2 <laughs> which involves you know no, more no, ice powers I feel, I feel like i no i haven't watched frozen 2 you're right but i feel like i remember a scene from it so i don't know where i've seen it but uh, maybe the trailer maybe the trailer probably the trailer to be honest bro <laughs> yeah yeah but like in frozen 2 she's she's more accepting of her powers and stuff like that and she uses them to try and unite other parts of the kingdom obviously that i won't say any more than that but instead of running from her powers she forgives herself for for what she did in the past you know she forgives herself for accidentally freezing something or whatever although side, side note elsa's got mad powers she created an actual living being do you know how crazy that is like she created olaf i know man it's crazy isn't it like, i don't know she's got I, mad I, powers. yeah it is it's mental isn't it i don't know how it is. <laughs> Disney just do whatever they want, man. Literally. <laughs> There's no rules. There's no rules for Disney. But also, Manny, what is your favorite Disney film? My favorite Disney uh, film. Don't laugh, yeah, because I'm I'm quite like I'm an old timer. I feel like I'm quite the boomer when it comes to these movies. <laughs> um, there are some like, and bro, I'm not gonna cop out, yeah. I've heard people say their favorite Disney movies, Deadpool. Like, just don't talk to me if you're gonna say stuff like that. I'm sorry, I don't want to hear it. Um, but <laughs> like for me, when I was younger, I think one of my favorite ones, and I think to this day still, I quite like Dumbo and Bambi. Like, those are my like two standout ones. I quite like them a lot. I don't know. I like I like the idea of Dumbo. Like, it, it's kind of similar, man. I'm a sucker for people believing in themselves, man. He didn't need the feather, bro. He did not need uh, the- he needed all he needed was his ears. All he needed was his ears. <laughs> all he My needed trust in himself. Yeah, he just the, trust himself. And it's those like, films are tragic though. At the very man, start of Bambi, oh mate, I actually cried so hard. Man, I you know what, man? Maybe it's just revealing a bit more about who I am, but I let's go. I like <laughs> I like I just like them, man. But if we're talking yeah. about like those kind of old ones, that's the ones I would choose. Mm-hmm. More recent more recent Disney. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to say a Pixar movie, so I really don't want to say anything reasonable. No, Disney Pixar, Disney Pixar. It's calm. You can do either. Okay. Okay. I I quite like Cars, and I know my mates will be like, hey, Lightning McQueen. Cars is a really good movie. I quite liked it. And, like, I don't know. Like, I I like Cars a lot. Lots of me, it's like, take the piss sometimes. But, like, what else are you really choosing? That's what I'm trying to work out. That's (laughs) what I'm going to ask you. What are your favorites? Uh, I would say my favorite is Disney's Robin Hood. That film is so good, oh, man. Okay, that's, that's a good... Yeah, that's really good, man. That is really yeah, good. Yeah, with the foxes and the whistling, the the, the venomous snake, and uh, honestly, that film's... Like, when when he his, he shoots a 10 into the into the target, yeah, and then Robin Hood just blaps out another arrow and splits that arrow in half and gets an even better 10. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Top 10 moments in cinema history right there. Top you, know, 10 you, know what, you know what, actually, talking about favourites, I remember apparently when I was younger, I used to love Jungle, Jungle Book. Now, uh-huh. Yeah, I, Jungle Book was a really good one, actually. I remember that now, I don't know why. I looked up and I saw something on my shelf and it just reminded me of it. So, yeah, Jungle Book, man. Okay. That okay. song, I Want to Be Like You, bro. 
That's it. Hey, hey. <laughs> good film, good films, man. But yeah, anyway, back to the topic at hand. In terms of forgiving yourself and how Elsa in Frozen was able to thing is, would you say, Manny, that self acceptance and self forgiveness are synonymous? Um, I think acceptance is more to do with you, you you accept some of your flaws in your characters potentially that's an acceptance you don't i'm not you can't i feel like if you forgive something you expect there to be a sense of growth associated with it like i, I forgive myself for being annoying but that doesn't mean you stop being annoying two days later you know what i mean but it's, it's more about you you kind of i think they are similar but i feel like there is like a difference whereby you kind of just you forgive yourself for something that you might have done in the past, but as in you are by forgiving, you kind of are accepting. But I, I, yeah, I don't. I feel like there is a discrepancy, but I don't think I'm explaining it well enough. But what do you think? I think it's very hard to explain because self acceptance is is you know that's that's right. I guess in terms of your flaws, you're able to accept your flaws. I would say self forgiveness is potentially recognizing that what you once thought were flaws aren't actually flaws i think that's the the main discrepancy there like self-acceptance you still see your flaw as a flaw but you accept it and you you don't try and change it or hide it whereas self-forgiveness is realizing and coming to terms with the fact that you used to think this was a flaw and now it's not because you've forgiven yourself for what you've done you've overcome this for example if elsa simply self-accepted the flaw that she had, she wouldn't be contemplating about her ice powers anymore, but she'd still be wary of them and scared of using them. But because she achieved self-forgiveness, she was not able to accept those, but also realize actually this is a good thing and I can develop myself using these. Um, but in terms of a more applicable thing to actual us, you know, back in the real world, us normal humans, what would you, have you had any examples or real world times where you found self-forgiveness to be imperative? I think self-forgiveness is imperative, especially when you contemplate things in the past and you like, I know lots of people just generally, and probably I even do this as well, where you're, you might sit down one day and then when you're in your thoughts, you're thinking about how things could have been different if you did things differently like a younger your younger self but then you can't and the thing is this is why i feel like self-forgiveness normally happens in retrospect i don't really see it you can forgive yourself in the present but it's more to do with you're forgiving yourself in that moment right now for something that you done you did or had uh, taken place ages ago and sometimes that's kind of how self-forgiveness really happens and that's what i mean i think it is really important to forgive your past self because if you don't forgive your past self, I feel like you might end up pl playing on scenarios and potential. And I think that's a really dangerous game where it's like, if I did this, this could have happened, which meant this could have happened. And then when you start going into potential scenarios that could have occurred if you did things differently, you can really, really create your own narrative because there's so much imagination and there's so lack of context that you could pretend that something could have been amazing if you did it a certain way when that isn't the reality that you're in right now. It's very hard to detach from that because it's like, yes, that could have happened. Yes, that could have. And that word could is really damaging sometimes because it's like, it's like there is potential there for that to have happened. But the truth is you'll never really know. And that's where forgiveness is super important. You remove yourself from those 
um, events and outcomes completely and you take it for what it was in that moment and you say to yourself, I'm sorry for going about it a certain way or like, I understand why I did it that way, but I do forgive myself for going about it that way when it could have done it this way. But that doesn't mean you start playing the scenarios again. I feel like you kind of stopped there because you've kind of, it's a bit of acceptance thought, but you've understood why it's happened. You've forgiven yourself for taking those actions. And then from there you've accepted them and then you're going to move forward. And that's what I feel like is self-forgiveness and how important it probably is. And uh, the first thing that comes to mind when you do mention that is the the memes about me at 3 a.m. having arguments with myself in the shower and stuff like that. And, you know, when you're in the shower, you often do think of those things and like think of times when you think, man, uh, I shouldn't have started that argument today. Or you, you fake win an argument that you previously could have won and you you go back and you think about things or potentially, as you're saying, you you think about decisions that you've made and you think about the repercussions of those decisions but you also think of what could have been and as you mentioned as you alluded to those things might not have even happen they they or what could have happened but they might not be the outcomes and you're you're spending time in the shower thinking about that when you could be spending time just thinking about what and taking into account what has actually happened and taking it for what it is and realizing okay well there's no point in me dwelling on this now. I need to forgive myself for making that potentially bad decision. You know, there may have been negative repercussions from your actions and you may have made an objectively bad decision, but you can't change it now. You may have been able to make a worse decision should you have changed your actions. So you've got to forgive yourself for what you've done and just think, okay, yeah, I may be in a bad, a worse situation than I potentially anticipated but there's nothing I can do about that now. The only thing I can do is forgive myself, stop dwelling on it and find a way to improve the situation that I'm in. You know, I think me and Manu were chatting off camera about studying over the summer or enjoying ourselves over summer. And Manu was saying about that he wants to study in the summer. And I was thinking, well, I, I would also emphasize enjoying yourself in the summer. But then he was thinking, well, I wouldn't forgive myself if, I was in final year and I found that I was struggling when I could have spent an extra month in the summer doing that. And that's fair enough. And I completely get that point. But at the same time, once you, you've already, you've done that now and you spent that time enjoying yourself. And I don't think that's something you should regret if you have enjoyed it. That's something you should acknowledge and forgive yourself for that. Maybe, yeah, you could have spent a bit more time studying, but there's no reason to get hung up and you should allow yourself a bit of forgiveness. Man, you make me sound like such a nerd on this podcast. I'm not gonna lie, because I edit, I edit them as well, and I'm like, oh, I was like, bro, this guy, like, I, I did say I was gonna study, man, but like, yo, <laughs> like, yeah, anyway. I'm um, just using it as an example. No, 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 it's calm, it's calm, it's calm. I'm taking the piss, but like, <laughs> the truth is, is that I, I, I say I'm gonna. I feel like for me, that is a good example though that you mentioned, because that is like projecting into the future, which is something that I don't really know if lots of people do that, but it's like. You're projecting into the future. That's what I mean, man. When you start, even with the past, when you don't have a, as much information, you start creating a narrative. Like, I've already just told you straight up that I'm going to revise it for, like, potentially a month in the summer or during the summer a little bit, um, just to cover Facebook. Anyway, <laughs> to revise in the summer, only because that when it gets to somewhere else in the future, where future man is working, he's thinking to himself back then, I should have done this. I could have done that. And th that's, that's kind of weird because it's like, you're going to have to play it in reverse rather than forgiving your past self. You're going to 
have to forgive you're gonna have to make you have to like kind of forgive yourself in that moment right now in the present and then you have to accept it as your future self that that was what happened and i know it sounds really weird explaining it but you know what i'm saying where it's like i've kind of projected into the future what's going to happen predicted what could happen if i didn't do a certain event so then you're not really forgiving you're forgiving your past self to an extent but you're not really forgiving your past self either because you're not at that point yet because we're not like four months down the line Bro, you're going bare metaphysical on me. I can't lie. I'm bare confused, but I... So, so let, me, let me explain really quickly. Yeah? So, yeah, <laughs> go on, go on, so go basically, on. you know how I said, like, sometimes you forgive yourself, but it's from a past event. Like you said, you might have done something wrong and you forgive yourself yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in this case, you just mentioned, I said that I wouldn't be able to forgive myself because I wouldn't be prepared in the future. So that's not a case of me forgiving myself from before, even though it is when I get to that future place. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, so I'm, I'm, forgive- with you. I'm, with you. I, like, I'm forgiving myself in the present rather than the past because I'm projecting what could happen in the future, which is equally okay. as detrimental as project- like, trying to work out what could have happened in the past based on different outcomes and de- decisions you've made. But I just think that's kind of how self-forgiveness works, really. Okay, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. That makes sense to me. But And also, more broadly speaking, for a lot of people... They, they, people judge themselves very, very harshly. I feel like a lot of the time people are very harsh on themselves and they don't allow themselves to be forgiven by others, but also be forgiven by themselves. People sometimes make a mistake, especially people who are a bit more volatile in their mental well-being and a bit more um, reactionary to certain things. They don't allow themselves to be forgiven. They, they hold a grudge against themselves because they feel like they're such a terrible person for doing something wrong or, you know, they made a bad decision. That's not something to beat yourself up about. Yeah, you made a bad decision. Everyone makes bad decisions. You know, we've seen, um, to take it off topic a little bit, we've seen what happened with Logan Paul and when he went to Japan and all of the fallout that happened because of that and how he was in such... A negative place in terms of how everyone saw him and of how he saw himself at the end of the day but he has now he was able to forgive himself for what he did and but that was because he did actual actions and he showed it not just in his words but in the things that he did to have a redemption of sorts and yes people will always bring up the stuff that he did when he was in his more controversial younger days but he's now showing development he's now showing that he was able to forgive himself and people were able to give him a second chance. He's now one of the biggest content creators in the world. I would not say he's beloved by any stretch of the imagination, but I would say that he's gained a fair amount of new fans because of the stuff he does in terms of charity work and the stuff of social progression. And also his podcast is very popular. And to be honest, I enjoy it as well. He's a more enjoyable person and he's less of a childish runt than he was before. And so from such a big perspective of if people are able to forgive what he did and forgive him, then you can surely allow yourself a bit of wiggle room to make mistakes because everybody does it. Yeah, I feel like also if you're trying to uphold like this sense of perfection, you're always going to kind of fall short. And that, that's sometimes where people feel like they struggle to forgive themselves because it's like, I should have been here. I, I, I could have done this, I should have done that. And it's all of these conditional verbs which cause so many issues. Like, I should have probably not eaten a dessert two days ago. But you know what? I did. And I own it. And sometimes you have to take ownership for certain things. And sometimes 
in that moment, you have to take ownership for what you've done and responsibility for it. Yeah, it's not really good for long-term aspirations. Maybe in the short term, it's not good for me either. But it's, it's something that you have to, if you carry on living life, trying to balance risk and reward, which I feel like sometimes I might do based on how Joseph perceives me. But anyway, <laughs> um, I just feel like it's, it's, it's a damaging game because it's like you're always going to be looking for the uh, option which has the lowest opportunity cost and probably the highest amount of utility for your life. But then, then you might think to yourself, I shouldn't have over-optimized my lifestyle because now I didn't get to have the experiences I really wanted. I never did that thing I wanted to do. I never got to do this. I never got to do that. And that that's where it gets really, really like, it can really hurt people emotionally. And like you said, people who might be a bit more volatile, they, they sometimes going into like a quite dark place where it's like, they contemplate so many different things on so many different levels that it's so hard for them sometimes even to get out of that place. Cause they, they're so like invested inside of that false sense of potentially a reality that they believe that could have occurred. And that that's where I feel that, in terms of forgiveness as a whole broad topic is good but I feel like it always kind of has to you have to start with yourself as long as you can forgive yourself I feel like it's much easier to start forgiving other people because if it's the reverse I don't I don't know I feel like it's easy to forgive someone else because you ha- you're, you're not them I I can forgive Joseph very easily because it's like Joseph's character is a certain way and those character traits aren't necessarily correlating to who I am as a person so I can forgive that for him making a mistake if he were to make one but for me it's like I believe I am a certain way I associate myself to an identity and if I don't uphold that identity or I fail to act in a certain way which aligns with that identity then it seems way more damaging than you think it is mate I've made so many mistakes in my life you know with my current girlfriend I've made so many mistakes with that and caused arguments that I didn't even need to cause and I the most important thing that I find that once you've able to forgive yourself, it becomes a lot easier for that person to also forgive you because they may forgive you before you forgive yourself, the other person, because they know that you didn't mean it like that. And you are usually your own worst critic. So once you're able to accept your own amount of forgiveness, you can then work on, okay, recognizing, okay, I made this mistake. I caused this argument out of nowhere. I was having a bad day. I wasn't thinking straight, whatever it may have been. And then you can funnel that into something good and being better. Like most couples, no matter who they are, they will have arguments. That's no different with myself and my girlfriend. But for the past few months, things have been going incredibly well, so much sooner than they ever have because, I'm not going to lie, because of own, my own introspection and thinking, actually, I'm not an angel. I, I'm incredibly stubborn sometimes. And I, I, I'm sometimes a bit narrow-minded. And that stopped me from seeing things in a certain way for what they, uh, the right way I should have seen them. But I was able to forgive myself for that because A, I'm still young and I've still got a lot of learning to do. And B, because it was an honest mistake that I made with no malintent, it was just a mistake. And that's how I saw it. And since then I've been able to forgive myself for it, but also I've been able to improve myself because I've allowed myself that room to be forgiven, which has also been very important for our relationship moving forward. Like we're hoping to be properly having a place together next year and live together like on a more permanent basis. And that's brilliant to look forward to. And I know that it will 
hopefully work out really, really well. But that's come around because I've been able to accept that I'm not perfect. And but I've been able to forgive myself for those things as well. And that's been really important journey for me, to be honest. You said something there, which is when you said, because I'm young, I can forgive myself. One thing I wanted to say was that, do you feel like people struggle to forgive themselves as they get older? And do you have like a reason why you believe that? Or do you feel like it's kind of just dependent on what kind of person you're? There's always the classic phrase of you're old enough to know better. Because at a certain point in time, you've had a level of life experience where you should be able to know when you've done something wrong. Say if you're three years old, and you push over another kid. Are they old enough to know better? Potentially, yes, but they're three years old. They don't know the repercussions of their actions. They don't know that if I push this person over and they land on a hard surface, they're going to get hurt more than if I push them over in the sand or whatever. They, they don't have that life experience yet. They're still young. They're too young to recognize that. At the same time, I've only really been able to be in relationships for the past five years you know I was in a relationship when I was starting off at 15 and you know I learned a lot from that but again I've only been active in a relationship for a small amount of my life realistically and so all these things that I'm learning I haven't had the opportunity to learn them before I've failed that once I've had that shortcoming once so far and I'm learning from that now if I haven't had the opportunity to learn from it before how on earth would I make that change? How would I know what to identify? Whereas if you're 35 and you've been in lots of relationships and there's been and you've felt those shortcomings a lot of times and you haven't been able to change, then I think that age is a factor because they've been times when you could have made that difference. Whereas so far, the age is a factor for me as well because I'm still young. I haven't had a chance to make that change yet, whereas now I have. And that's why I think being with age does make a difference. Um, but don't you think rather than it being age, it's more experience and opportunities? So like, let's say, for example, they had to have been in many relationships, regardless of their age, for them to understand the mistakes that they've made previously. So it's kind of like gaining experience. You kind of know your mistakes or the things that you've done wrong only because you've gotten better at those things as well. Assuming that works as well for you, like in your relationships. I would assume that as you've moved on from one relationship to another, you've learned different things from it. You've gained more experience. And with those experiences you take with you, you've been able to forgive yourself in, in, from the past, but then been able to use that to make things better in current relationships. Definitely. Well, I think with age comes experience, which is why I mentioned age as a factor, because as you get older, you will experience more things. You will experience different things. And so I've experienced something different in this relationship to the one I had previous. And that allowed me some introspection. And hey, it may be a benefit that my girlfriend does psychology. And, you know, I hate it when she psychoanalyzes me and she knows that. So she doesn't and she tries her best not to. But she's also very good at explaining things, which is fantastic because, you know, no one likes to be told when they've done something wrong and they've messed up or whatever. But she's able to do it in such a way that it doesn't feel demeaning or condescending. She just explains it from an actual factual perspective rather than an, a biased one, which is fantastic for me to develop. And I think with age does come experience, but those experiences, once you've experienced them once, you can forgive yourself because you've never experienced it before. How on earth were you meant to know how to deal with it in that situation? You can then on out, 
you can learn from it and try and improve yourself. I think that's the key thing. Man, I'd be so nervous if someone psychoanalyzed me. You know that. <laughs> no, mate, I hate it. So she doesn't, but... <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> I think what I'm subliminally... saying, man, Imagine, like, imagine just thinking in the back of your mind that someone can try and just break you down as a person. And it's like, it's that kind of thought. It's like, well, it, it kind of feels weird to me because someone could just... Ex- so the thing, it's nice to be called out on sometimes and stuff that you do, which is good. But imagine just someone you've been with for so long, obviously you get to notice their habits and stuff. And if you had to like profile them a certain way, you could work out what they like. I don't know, man. That's just, that's <laughs> a think, bit scary. But that's, well, what, in a way, I feel like it's kind of positive because it can be reinforced in a positive way as well. Because like you do these, you have these tendencies. Um, I've noticed this for the last three months. Do you know why you've done it? But then also you might be opening a Pandora's box. Yeah, 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 yeah. And well, the thing that's good about that kind of stuff is it gives room for growth. At the end of the day, it does give room for growth, which is, I think, super important as well. 100%. And I was going to say, um, for you, and just the question I'll, I'll put the answer as well, do you find it easy to forgive and forget? See, that's a tough one. Because if you, to forgive, I find it very, I do find it easy to forgive. The second part to forgive and forget is different because if you forget and someone does it again, that just makes you look like they can take advantage of you because you're going to forgive and also just completely disregard whatever they may have done. Say if someone does really does bad by you, betrays you, you know, whatever they may do that to go against your word or your wishes or whatever if you forgive them, that's perfectly fine because they, they know they've messed up. But if you forgive and forget, they may then see it as you being a pushover or you being able to have, be taken advantage of. There's the saying, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That's quite applicable here because if you forgive and forget, it's the opportunity to be fooled again is then there. And then it's kind of your fault almost. You can't put the blame on the other person because you've allowed the opportunity for them to do that thing once again, which I think is, it's, it's an important quote. You know, sometimes there's some perspectives where it might not be true in some contexts where that might not be the case. But I think largely that is quite true. That saying, what about yourself, Manny? No, I definitely agree. I feel like forgiving and forgetting the forgetting part is the much, I feel like it's a harder thing. I can forgive someone for certain things, but to forget it i feel like it kind of just i feel like it undermines what actually happened like if something takes mm-hmm, place that's mm-hmm. really serious to you as a person and someone says forgive and forget it's like you're now trying to dictate how, what i should do based on how i felt and if i felt like i was on like a 90 of 100 really upset or disappointed you just want me to just forget it like that and it's i just think that it's not really something as easy as people make it out to be because it's kind of like imposing something i i've forgiven a lot of people some things i haven't forgotten and for good reason and sometimes it's going to be how it is and it's it's easy to say forgive and forget but at the same time i feel like that forgetting part kind of i feel like in a way you're kind of disregarding what really happened and i don't that doesn't sit right with me i don't i don't fly by like that um but it's just because if you say forget it, you're like, oh, it happened. Cool. Don't worry. If it, it, as in, I feel like you shouldn't forget it because you should always know it's like a, something that has occurred. But I feel like you should also give that person the opportunity to be able to like 
try again in some cases. I feel like in some cases, if it is completely against your like moral values and moral compass, then you kind of have to think to yourself, I can't, I can't forget this. And potentially some people might not even forgive it. Um, but I just, I just think having both of them together, sometimes it's easier to do one than the other. But for the most part, for me personally, on the experiences that I've had, forgetting is probably more difficult than forgiving. Because forgiving, I can be like, yeah, it happened because of, I can kind of justify the forgiveness. I can, some people might be like, oh, it happened because you might have drank too much. Or it might have happened because oh, you weren't really in a great place at the time and you decided to say the things that you said. And forgiving someone might be much easier, but forgetting that, forgetting how someone made you feel, it's very, very difficult. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I just wanted to add another little, um, another little thing on the end of, you know, the fool me once, fool me twice thing. There's a J. Cole lyric, which talks about fool, feeling fooled three times, which goes, fool me three times, fuck the peace signs, and load the chopper, let it rain on you. Implying that once, you know, three times you've betrayed them or been fooled or, you know, been whatever it is, tricked or belittled the friendship is over right there and then like it's too that's too much do you do you think this is true do you think that once they've done so x amount of times of these betrayals that it's time to call it quits on that friendship because you can no longer trust them i think it's based on severity i i could just be a one and done kind of person as well like depending on what it is i feel like to the extent of how someone might betrayed you or made you feel or treated you sometimes it's like there is no there is no free time there's one time and that's it game over but i understand like the sentiment of like three times and i'll be honest i really like the song no uh, no role models because it's awesome or, or role models i forget what it's called no role models great song great yeah. song it's so good yeah and now i've kind of just made myself look like a mug because i actually listened to it like half an hour ago but anyway <laughs> um i just think that it's one of those things where in some scenarios and we've, put, we've spoken about this very briefly as well on different podcasts where it's like you know, when we talk about what do you deserve and like as a friend if you're closer to them do you they deserve an extra chance or opportunity and that's why it maybe is three times for certain people but for some people it might be one time or for some people it might be two but i think the two things you need to take into consideration is the relationship that you have with the person and the severity of the action that was taking place or the severity of the thing that took place was because it's like if it's very severe and you're very close to them then I feel like severity might trump the relationship only because it's only because of the fact that the severity is super high. And I feel like if something's really severe and it, it's really damaging to you as a person, if they've affected you in that kind of way, it's going to be much harder to forgive. And it's also going to be harder to forgive because you're so close to them because you can't believe that someone like that has done that to you. And it's, I feel like those are the two main variables so I feel like the number and the chances kind of vary. And I know that sounds very like picky and selective, but that's kind of how I would work it off. It's like someone that I'm very close to might have done something, but not to uh, such an extent that I feel like I need to like cut them off immediately. So I feel like it just varies with the relationship and severity. What do you think? I agree with that. Yeah. Because say if a family member does something and I think that's very different to uh, an acquaintance doing something as well, because, you, you know, there, there is, there's a level of um, not obligation that you have to the family. I, get, I don't think that's the word I'd use, but there's a level of, you know, interconnectivity you have with a family member that means that they can get away with a bit more. You know, you still shouldn't, 
you know, let them completely walk all over you or whatever or violate you or whatever. But you should also be a bit more willing to let go of things if it's with family because they're your family at the, at the end of the day and they're the people you should be holding closest, you know, in, in an ideal world, not saying that's the case for a lot of people, but in an ideal world, that is what should be the case. But with strangers and acquaintances or even friends, there can be less wiggle room for it. They can be non-negotiables, one and done. If you cross this, it's, it's over between us. And, you know, those can be laid out or those can just be implied from how someone acts. You can kind of tell with that. And you also need to identify that people have different boundaries with it. Like, say if one person has got, like, a disability or whatever some people may be completely fine with you making a joke about it or cracking a joke over it and some people may absolutely be not but you have to be able to to notice that and identify whether they'll be okay with it and if they're not just err on the side of they probably aren't cool with it because that's a much safer thing to do and if you do cross some lines all you can do is ask for their forgiveness because you made that mistake and when you've done something that that does you know, piss someone off or make them feel violated or whatever. There's no, you can reason, but the best thing to do is just ask for their forgiveness and be like, I'm really sorry. Can you forgive me? Because that's what people want to hear. They want to hear that you genuinely are apologetic and that you genuinely want to change your ways and you regret what you've said. And people find it difficult these days to ask for forgiveness. People find it difficult to say, I'm sorry, because it's, for some way, for some reason or another, they see that as a character flaw, being able to apologize for something, which I think is so backwards. And you see it more and more in this day and age. I, I was going to say, I, I feel like the complete opposite. I feel like so many people just really? say sorry. I feel like so many people say sorry nowadays for no reason that it kind of loses its value. And sometimes I say sorry. Like I say sorry sometimes randomly. Like I might make a, such a bad joke that I apologize for it. Like, <laughs> yeah you know I mean? okay and, i've experienced yeah, that no and you know what i mean and it's like i'm sorry like and it's it's one of those things that's like sometimes it when you say it so much it loses its value but i've never really experienced the other side of that to be honest i've always and probably because it's who i am like i'm always the kind of person who'd be like oh um i'm sorry or like I just say sorry quite a lot, actually, thinking about it now. Like, every time I feel like I remember saying sorry, I say, like, even if I talk to someone, I'd be like, sorry to disturb you. Like, you're not really sorry. Like, you're not, I don't want to say that you're not sorry because you are, but it's like, these are kind of minor, minor ways of using the term. So I feel like it kind of lessens its value in a way. Man, I find myself sometimes saying sorry to inanimate objects. Like, I walk into oh, a you door. You know what? No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. I get that. I get that so much, man. Honestly, like, I'm the type of, yeah, walking into a door. The thing is, the annoying thing is, is though, when you walk into, like, the door hinge, sometimes. Oh, my and God. And you know what the annoying thing is, is though? You want to say sorry, but at the same time, you want to swear it so much because <laughs> that it hurts you. And you get bruises on your arm, bro. You want to throw hands with the door. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's just, yeah. And, but... I yeah I I just think it depends on people and I'm quite curious that and also like like you said about making certain types of jokes and some people being accepting of it and understanding of what was going on in terms of those kind of jokes it's always based on relationship but you said something where you're like it might be easier to forgive family than it is to like strangers but at the same time I feel like wouldn't it be harder because as a stranger they might not know you so they might do something that you don't think they have enough information to think that is good or bad. Like, 
let's say for example, a stranger go rude to me just randomly for something. As in, I don't know, I, I'd find it easy to forgive because I'd be like, yo, you know that thing that you mentioned that you got rude to me about? I actually, like, that means a lot to me. So, um, and, and then they, they might apologize, they might not apologize, but with your friends or family or people you're close to, you think to yourself, they wouldn't even go that far or even make that kind of joke or make or try and say that kind of insult because they know what it means to you. So they have more information. That's true. That's true. But then those come in, that kind of comes under the non-negotiables aspect of things where if strangers say that anyway, they're a stranger. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you lose contact with them because you're never in contact with them in the first place. I feel like you, we kind of going back to the obligations episode, but you owe them a lot less than you owe your family members. Yes. So you're saying because you owe your family members more, you feel that you're probably going to be more forgiving for what they've done. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's, that is the, yeah, that's the case. Unless it's a non-negotiable, which they are aware of. So I hope they wouldn't even, you know, dabble in yeah, that in the I, first place. I, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's quite interesting, you know I mean? actually, because I feel like this whole episode is a bit of a double-edged sword. I feel like we've kind of justified each other's reasons, but at the same time contradicted each other. So it is quite interesting. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of another topic that we'd like to cover is, do you always need to forgive people? What do you think? Ooh, this is a toughie, man. Tough I know you wrote, you wrote this question yourself, man. I literally, I'm thinking about it right now, trying to think what, how, how I'd react to that because it is hard. It's like, well, if you don't forgive them, then how can your relationship develop from there? Because you'll always be stuck on the thing that they did. But that's what I mean. So then the relationship's tarnished. Like, if exactly. you don't forgive someone, you don't. You're not. You're not with. You're not. You know. You don't have any type of relationship with them anymore. I think it's stagnant. Is the word I'd use. A relationship becomes stagnant. Yeah, or even dissipates. It just over time it deteriorates because you just yeah. don't have enough communication. And sometimes, I feel like sometimes you you need to forgive people because then it gives you that kind of closure for yourself, and then it also gives you that kind of thing where it's like you've forgiven those people, which makes you feel at ease as a person, and you've forgiven parts of yourself. Like you can forgive a part of yourself by forgiving someone else. Like, and that's why I feel like sometimes you need it, but always. I think that's a stretch. I don't think you always need to forgive people. I feel like sometimes, sometimes it can be very damaging and I don't think it has to be. Sometimes people might do something that's really damaging and yes, you can be the bigger person and you definitely can be the bigger person, but does the bigger person necessarily need to forgive that person? They can kind of accept it for what it was and just move on, but which could be a sign or like a way of forgiveness, I suppose. But I, yeah, then what do you think? Well, I mean, I was just going to quickly ask you, what do you think of the statement, some things are best left unsaid? What do you think about that? Like, just to not, um, to not cover it again? I don't, I feel like, I feel like, yes, it's a, it's a circumstantial kind of thing. Where again, it's like, it yeah, depends. yeah, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. It's such an up and yeah thing, because it's like, do you, like, even though it's such a blanket uh, question by me, do you always need to forgive, forgive people? It's always, you're always going to need context and you need, like, the circumstances to be there. I think you can then, I think, even though we talked about self-acceptance earlier and forgiveness, I feel like you can accept things and forgive uh, without forgiving someone. Like It's like how our podcast episode is called Forgiving and Letting Go. You don't need to forgive someone to let it go, I think. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know what I mean? So you, can, you don't always need to forgive people. You kind of just let it go. And that's kind of a sense of where this kind of letting go aspect of the podcast kind of comes into play. That's what I think it would mean. And that's what I believe in. You don't always need to forgive people. 
But I feel like you probably, in most cases, always have to let it go and leave before it was. If that's if you want the relationship to progress, right? Sometimes no. Sometimes you cannot. Like, you might be like, for example, you're you might be close to someone and then you stop talking to them and because of something, and you may not have forgiven them, but you've let go of that, which could be a sense of forgiveness. But you might not want to go back there again because you've decided, I've let this go. I've understood what happened but I don't really want to entertain the possibility of that happening again. And right. then, but, then, but then the question is now, is that really letting go if you're still contemplating that it's going to happen again? And then it's like, I, yeah, I've kind of just put myself in a sticky <laughs> one. Still. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, do you always need to forgive people? I think, as you mentioned, always is quite a stretch. I think it's always better to forgive people. Because yes. that gives room for growth for yourself and for them. Because if you forgive someone, it's also easier for them to forgive themselves as well. Because if you're, if you're no longer hung up on it, you're no longer taking it into account, then they are able to then think, okay, they're fine with it now. Maybe I should cut myself some slack. Maybe it wasn't as big of a deal as I initially thought it out to be because they're able to forgive me for it. So I'm able to give myself, forgive myself for it, which is really good because then it then enables you to move forward in whatever relationship you may have, be it with uh, an acquaintance becoming a friend, a friend becoming a close friend or with family members or with a partner or whatever it may be. I think having arguments and forgiving someone is actually an imperative part of a relationship and it helps to, it, it almost helps to have disagreements. I know it sounds very counterintuitive, and I don't know what you think about that, Manny, but I think sometimes it does help to do that because you come out stronger the other side. But you need then to again, have disagreements, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Like, um, sorry to cut you off, but I was about to say, with disagreements, it kind of shows that not only you have a backbone, but you don't have to believe in everything someone else has to say. I'll be honest, there's some things that I believe in that some people might think, yo, that is just mental. And it's like, well, I believe <laughs> in it. And I trust that. Like, some of the stuff I've seen, the, like I say in the podcast, I think to myself, when I listen to it, it's genuinely what I believe in. But oh, I, I can also see the other argument where it's like, you know what? That's kind of stupid or that's kind of a bit OTT. You know what I mean? But the truth is you're going to have these disagreements and especially with relationships. I used to think that you just never argue, but I've had a good few arguments with people that are very close to me. But at the end of the argument, like or even when we argue, I I'm even saying like, I might disagree, but I'd say I, I don't, I think it's a weird one. I don't like to argue with people in terms of like, I'm not going to be like, I'm in your face. Yo, I'm right. You're wrong. You're this, this and that. I might be like, I don't agree with what you have to say. And I'm going to give you my reasons why. And we can agree to disagree, but I can, I'm able to live with that. I think that's the healthy thing about friendships and relationships in general. I don't have to agree with everything my, mate, my mates do. And they don't have to agree with everything that I do. But there's a mutual acceptance for what we both do uh, within that relationship so that we can move forward from it. And it's just kind of how relationships are really like you're gonna have disagreements i used to think that you should never argue but sometimes you're gonna argue sometimes yeah you don't really want the pizza because you're on a like a diet plan but that person's like no we you promised me pizza on a monday and it's like it's it's just stuff like that and it now sounds really minor what i've just said as an argument but they still occur <laughs> like yeah things happen. they do they do and it would be naive of you to think that they don't but what is good and a good way to view arguments is just it's a room for growth. It's a room to forgive the other person, to find out something that you didn't know about them, 
in terms of how they react to certain stimuli, but then also know that in the future, that's something that you can handle differently. And if you're able to forgive properly, then I think the relationship that you have with that person can come out all the better for it. 100%. It'd be naive to think that if you know someone, you know them super well. Like, I bet you still to this day, I do things that annoy not only my friends, but also like people in general. And it's like, no one will... And this is what I've noticed as well. Sometimes I feel like some people don't want to tell you that. Like sometimes you might annoy someone, but people don't want to tell you. I'm the type of guy, like if I'm annoying you, either tell me to shut up or literally tell me straight up why I'm annoying. Like that's, we can work that one out. I, I can yeah. live with the little hit to my ego or something about, I was annoying, but like, you know what? Someone might be like, Manny, you know what? That joke was so bad. Or those kind of jokes are just so annoying. Can you not say them? I'd be like, cool, we'll switch it up a bit. I- I'm a guy who can adapt. But You're a humorous guy, Manny. You're a humorous guy. That's the thing. Like, people, <laughs> people, sometimes I feel like with some people, they kind of keep their own, like, like if someone's doing something they did, they don't like, they sometimes don't feel like they can say it because they feel like they're going to hurt someone's feelings. But if you're close to someone, I feel like sometimes you got to just dash out the truth sometimes. You're kind of going to have to say, like, yo, bro or sis, like, you've been acting like this and I don't really appreciate it. And if you're going through a tough time, I'm here for you. You know what I mean? But you also need to lay down the letter of the law when it comes to like, you can't always let people treat you a certain way just based on where they're at. And that might be an opportunity to forgive someone where it's like, they weren't, you don't feel like they were treating you a certain way. And they, and and for for the most part in very close relationships or just friendships in general, people notice that and they accept that. And when you give your reasoning, no one really, you don't really get massive backlash. If I said to you, Joseph, I didn't like what you did on episode number 35 because of this. You're not going to be like, oh, well, and if you said to me, well, it's true, we start having an argument. I'd be like, bro, we don't even need to argue about this. I don't appreciate it. It's up to you what you want to do with that information. But just mm-hmm. next time, if you didn't mention it, I would have preferred it. It's obviously mm-hmm. made up, by the way. I don't I can't even remember. What episode <laughs> like yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like, you kind yeah. of just have to evaluate the person who's saying those things. Where it's like, I don't really appreciate what you did. You kind of now have to just evaluate how they act moving forward. So that could be like a type of forgiveness as well but i feel like letting go is probably more uh damp- like more difficult than forgiveness because it's like letting go could be you've forgiven them but you're always on edge or always cautious and i'm looking at one of the questions i've written down and i don't think i've wrote it down properly i think we've already answered it as well like the opportunities that people have to be forgiven and i think like we said it kind of goes back to how close you are with people isn't it yeah, it, it all goes back to how close you are with someone and the severity of what they of what has occurred, whether you're able to forgive them after a few tries. And then if it happens and like the seventh time around it happens, they think, well, now I'm just being mugged off. And then you think, OK, let me just let me just, you know, call it quits with this person because they're just they're just being a dickhead now. And they're just trying to. You know, <laughs> it's true, though, bro. It's true. Because at right. some point, it's like after bro, after seven times and someone's if someone's minorly annoyed you that many times and they know what it is and you've forgiven them. and They've been like, I'm really sorry. And you're like, right, it's cool. Don't worry about it. And you do that over and over. You're entering the dance with no end at that point. And you have to be like, right, bro. time to drop this person like it's hot. Talk, talk, <laughs> talk about forgiveness, yeah? It's not even... Okay, I'm not going to say it's not that deep because it kind of was a little bit. So someone's... One of my friends told me they haven't watched the new... Um, <laughs> they haven't watched the new Avengers movie, yeah? And I've watched it at this point, yeah? And people in the room said they've watched it. So of the four people in the room, one of them didn't watch it and they told me they didn't. And three of them did. And I was like... I was like, yeah, no worries, I'm going to spoil it. 
and knowing me, uh, you know, sometimes I have a moment where like, I just start talking and I just don't remember. Uh, I obviously don't remember. Like I said, yeah, I've acknowledged it, but I just start talking. I was like, I was like to the person straight up. I said to them, like, yeah, I won't spoil it. Don't worry, man. And then the other people were like, yeah, we watched it. I was like, oh, do you remember that scene with Spider-Man? And I literally went, no. oh, I, I, I stopped. I, I, didn't, I think I finished. And then my mate looked at me and I looked at him. I was like, I knew exactly. The thing is, the annoying thing was is that I knew exactly what I did after I did it. I, 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 I don't like, oh. I didn't know how to. And you know, the truth is, man, I was like, to my mate, I'm, like, I'm so sorry. He's like, you literally, and I always said to you, you literally said, you li-, he's like, you literally said two seconds. <laughs> I said, bro, I said it, yeah. And I said, I, that, I said, that was the intention, yeah. I said, but I got too excited. I said, sometimes, you know, uh. me, I get too excited. It happened. And I was like, I was like, at the end of the world, I didn't spoil too much. And isn't it more about how it happened rather than what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Absolute so, clown behavior, yeah. money. So, so, yeah, no, I, I've done that, yeah. And it's, um, that was once in a while I remember because I remember it so well because you know when you remember that you did something so stupid that it just you think about it sometimes and every yeah. time I talk to my mate I always think about it and I feel I genuinely felt like you could tell I genuinely felt so bad mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna lie man when there's something I like to talk about and I get proper excited you gotta tell me to leave the room <laughs> you just gotta you get tell passionate. Me to you get passionate. Yeah, man. Like I fully like look, bro. Literally, I've I've said yes. I you know me, man. But I stick to my word. I say yes. I'm gonna do this. I'll do it. And literally, like the the other two people should have said they didn't watch it. That would have been so much better. Because if they said they didn't, then it would have worked out in my favor. The problem is they said they did, so I started talking about the movie. Straight started away. getting gassed and started like getting hyper and shit like that. Like, oh, yeah, no. exactly. I was like, oh, do you remember this? Do you remember that? I was like, you know, let's stop. <laughs> but was your mate able to forgive you for that because it was something relatively small but you know that's 10 years of their life building up to that moment one of the moments in probably Endgame I assume were they able to forgive you for that pretty easily or did they laugh it off or did they actually get pissed like what was their reaction I think, I think they were slightly annoyed I'm not going to lie but at the same time I don't even know if they still watched the movie well even now yeah, that's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, they, they deserve it. They deserve it. They deserve what it. They deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever watched it by now, yeah, and you're actually invested in Marvel at all, you're, you deserve it. I, I can't lie. No, I, I, no. Nah, man. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it just depends, isn't it? I don't... I, I think I did something wrong. I'm not going to justify my actions there. Oh, yeah, it was good. But I didn't. No, no, I, I messed up. I, bought, I completely absolutely. bought it. Yeah, I, yeah, I fumbled the bag. I fumbled the bag. But they didn't even pick up the money. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's been there for five. <laughs> nah, but jokes aside, it's just like, uh, yeah, I didn't make a mistake. And they did get annoyed at me. But uh, like, as in, and I got it. Like for me, you know me, man. I straight up was like, yeah, I know I did something stupid. I said to him, I said, you, I said, you don't need, to. I said, if you want to, I wouldn't say that you don't need to forgive me, but I'd be like, you're a mate. I bottled it. I said, I straight up bottled it, man. I said, uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I bought. I just, yeah, I just, I don't know what to say. I'm just like, yeah, I messed up. Like, I can't. I said, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't really do much. And I feel like sometimes if I just talk for too long, I kind of just put, dig myself a hole. So sometimes I just keep my mouth shut now because there's no point. There's no point. I'm just gonna, <laughs> it's going to be taken out of context. And it's like, if you know me well enough, I feel like you know that I've had those, had those moments where it's like, I've done something, I might have said sorry. And then, like, because you know me well enough, you know, like, I actually didn't mean it like that. And sometimes it can get a bit weird. Of but course. I can imagine if someone, like, I even say to some people, like, out of context, Manny, man, sometimes you think to yourself, is this, is this guy actually thinking about what he says? And I say to some people, I'm thinking the same thing as you. Because sometimes I'm not even thinking. 
I think you talk yourself into a hole sometimes. 100%, man. That's, that's literally <laughs> it. Like, I'm doing it right now, but it's just, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I feel like I find it weird. You know, on a separate note, I just kind of find it weird when when I'm not, as in, I'm not saying I find it weird when I'm not talking, but it's like, it's just, yeah. I don't, I like silence sometimes, but sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I have to fill the, fill the void because no one else is filling it. Yeah, me too. I feel like an obligation if it's quiet in the room yet. And I'll, I feel bare awkward. So I feel like I need to fill the void and just say something. And yeah. I usually blurt out absolute nonsense. Same, bro. You know me. I've done it a few times in front of you. Like, yeah. like me, just... you, me and you in a room, Manny, would nev- pretty much never be silent. 100%. It just wouldn't make sense. <laughs> We'd be like, we'd, it'd be silent for like two seconds. Then we'll just call each other out because we also know <laughs> us two are the only people who probably respond. <laughs> we can call someone out in the room, but they might not take it well. But you know, <laughs> silent room and Joseph's there and I'm there. Joseph will either call me out for something or you just chat some absolute nonsense to me yeah, and I'll yeah, just respond. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, well, I think this is a good way to end off the yeah, episode. We've we kind of been a tangent, but <laughs> like I kind of like tumultuous. It. That, that absolutely tumultuous end to the podcast. I think it's a good time. I agree, Manny. I agree. Yeah. So if if you did enjoy, give us a follow on Spotify. Stay for the personal. No, listen for the personal development. Stay for the jokes and the banter. That's what I feel like we do quite well, to be honest. I like I it. I like it. I like it. And most of all, if you can, give us a follow on Instagram at the official DMC podcast. All ideas and suggestions, just send it to us either on our personal Instagrams if you have us already on Instagram. If not, send it through to the DMs of the official DMC podcast. And one of us, for the most part, will reply to you and get back to you with whether with this is an idea we're going to take forward or just give us more context and information as to why you feel like this could be a topic and how you could kind of structure it. Because... We really like my voice literally mentally, sorry. We really like having people's suggestions on the podcast because it keeps us going and it keeps us thinking about certain things that at first glance you might not think is uh think of something that we'd be thinking about on a day to day basis. And also if you do like Frozen, give us a follow because we did mention Frozen as well. <laughs> so thank you All for right. listening. Sounds I hope good. you enjoyed and this is a DMC podcast signing off. <laughs>